Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Peg City Chat with Nat. Today, we are going to talk about something that is rampant in health. It's rampant in life. And I'm going to talk to someone today who's very close and dear to me about strategies to overcome complacency. I know it sounds like, you know, a bit of a daunting topic. However, when you think about it, it's all around us and we need to figure out ways to overcome it. So today I have with me the one and only Mr. Vernus Blair, also known as my favorite cousin. And, <laughs> <laughs> and he is a transformational, holistic lifestyle, personal trainer here in Winnipeg. And he supports people with natural approaches to their health, not just in Winnipeg, but Vancouver, New York, Jamaica, you name it. He's there for you with his wife, beautiful wife, Marianne, who is a registered fitness nurse. And so today we're going to talk about, um, we're going to talk about these strategies to overcome complacency. And before we even get started, FYI, he is from Higher Level Fitness. That is his company name. HigherLevelFitness.net is the website, and you'll be able to connect with him on Instagram and on Facebook. His Instagram is day-to-day awesomeness, real (laughs) talk, real talk all the time, and uh, it's just something you need to do. So listen to me now, hear me later, okay? All right. So let's talk about complacency. First of all, I wanted to get the definition of complacency. What is it? It is a feeling of smug or uncritical satisfaction with oneself or one's achievements. Yes. Wow. Wow. I, you know, yeah, because I think, oh, complacency is just you're good with status quo. That's what kind of it breaks down to me. Yes. But yeah. when I read the actual dictionary definition, I was like, whoa. Smug or uncritical satisfaction with oneself or one's achievements. Yeah. Yikes. And that just sounds like being stuck in the mud. That's exactly what it does. It does. And people get complacent with life. And today we're going to talk about not just the life piece, but how they get complacent with their health. So you, as a personal trainer for years, tell me. Tell me how that happens. Well, it, it starts with one little thing, you know, and it usually people will come out of their teens and they'll be like, you know, I was always active and, you know, even through university, I always played, you know, co-ed stuff or, you know, you know, senior ladies this or senior men's that. And then gradually, you know, I stopped because of life, you know, things happen in life. And where the complacency happens is you kind of put those recreation things that you consider, you know, something that is a luxury, you put that aside for things that you consider I have to do. So I have to go to work. And then when I come home, I have to relax because I'm tired from work and I have to think about going to work tomorrow. And all of those things kind of make it less and less and less of of an importance. And you're kind of, you know, complacent, you know, to use the word in your situation, because it's kind of always been like that. And you're, you're neither going backwards, neither going forwards in terms of how you're looking at things. You're kind of just there. But as you know, and I know, as every day you get older, you kind of have to do something to fight back against, you know, time moving forward. And that's completely possible. But what most people don't realize is they just have to change a few things with what they do and get those habits back. Yes. 
And, you know, it's funny because it's the word satisfaction, right? Self-satisfaction. You're just satisfied with, again, like the status quo. Yes. And for me, just having, and, you know, both, both Vernus and I have had parents that have passed away from cancer. Yeah. And it's, it's a real, I, I don't want to say eye opener. I want to say... I want to say first it's a gut punch. It's a gut gut punch. punch. Yes. And then you just start to look around and you start to see the rest of your family and you feel that grief every day. And you think to yourself, I don't want anyone else to feel this because of me being complacent. Right. Exactly. 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 And then you also identifying you know, behaviors and other people where they could make simple little changes and they're complacent as well. And you kind of become hypersensitive to it, which is a, which is a good thing because a lot of times we become hypersensitive to being lazy and doing what's comfortable. Right. So it's just like, you know, to say, Oh, well, let's do something instead of sitting on the couch. Well, like, man, I always do that. And you're kind of hypersensitive to the feeling of what you perceive as relaxation instead of experiencing something new. And I find that when people come to changing their lifestyle, it's because they're so sensitive to what they do. They almost want to defend what they do as if it's right. It's not necessarily wrong, but it could be better. Exactly. So when you think of a strategy, the first thing we can think of to help overcome that, what is what is something you you would tell your clients or your family, whoever? Well, number one is being honest with yourself and recognizing where your weaknesses are. That's actually be, can become a strength. You know, if you if you know, like, you know, my, my thing is I come home and I have a beer every day and I sit on the couch and I don't do much. A lot of the times people really know that it's not the best thing they could be doing. But the voice is so small in the back of their head that it's overshadowed by all the comfort of eating bad things or drinking bad things. So just calling yourself out on that, that's step one. Yes. And you know what's really funny? I'm going to tell you an honest, true story that happened today. I, anytime I get my womanly monthly thing, as we all know. (laughs) We're adults. We're adults. adults, My menstrual period, when it comes, uh, the last thing I want to do is get up and work out. However, I know that I feel so much better. My body feels so much better when I work out. Even more so when it's this time of month. Absolutely. Even more so. So I could have taken that extra time this morning and just laid in bed. But what did I do? I said, no, I'm going to get up early. I'm going to eat something uh, small enough uh, a few hours before the workout so that Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, drop. Um, But (laughs) at the same token, I made that decision in my head to do it. I did it. And I felt freaking amazing. Right. And and once again, you knew that that could easily be a built in excuse and society would accept that one. You know, like we grew up, yes. you know, as boys to think like, you know, when it was a lady's monthly cycle time of the month that it was like debilitating, like, you know, like you like your life was almost over. You're hanging on the edge, you know. That's how society perceives it. And actually, you know, for the ladies that are listening, that actually takes strength away from you all to think that, you know, because of a certain time of the month that you can't do certain things, you can't think for yourself, you can't be focused on your fitness. That's a fallacy that's built in and people will allow you to have that excuse. Oh yeah, just sit down and relax when the results is like you said, you go out, you do something for yourself, you feel better. You have the rest of the day to sit down and relax. Exactly. And I think about cramping and all those kinds of feelings that I I would would get and they're gone. Yeah. Gone. Like, yeah, just get the body moving. <laughs> 
all I had to do was move. And I was on the yeah. treadmill and I was doing the cardio and I was doing, you know, and oh, I Oh, you go young. hard. I go hard. <laughs> this is no joke. This isn't a, oh, let me go walk around the mall twice. No, 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 no. Oh, this was like hard. hard. So I think, sweat. Yep. like you said, the number one thing, be honest with yourself. What is it that is going to drive you to yes. do something different so that you're not maintaining that status quo? You know what yes. I'm saying? So, Absolutely. Oh, what, what's the second strategy for us? The second strategy, I would say, would, would be one of those things where, you know, you say it and it kind of refers to other things, but stay in your lane. Meaning, mm. if this is your weakness, don't look towards other people and how they overcame their particular weakness. Mm. Because everybody's going to have a different strategy for that. And it, it's a setting yourself up for discouragement because everybody has their own particular journey. Everybody could have a problem. Let's say 90% of the people waking up in the morning, excuse me, have a problem getting up and doing something active, right? So that doesn't mean that their strategy is the same as yours. You might have to get up early. You might have to go to bed early. You might have to make some time at the end of the day. So just because one person is doing something is successful in it doesn't mean you're going to have to do that exact same thing. Everybody's unique. And this is where the detriment of social media comes into play. Absolutely. So when I think of staying in your lane, it is so easy to see other people posting transformations and all these things and bikini bodies and no stretch marks and da 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 da. But guess what? That person had their own individual journey. We don't know what they did every freaking day for 90 days to all of a sudden look like that. We don't know that those two pictures that they posted were from January 2014 to January 2015. We don't know what they ate. We don't know these things, but we have a picture and it's on social media. So therefore, it must be gospel. You know what I'm saying? And this, especially for women, I must say, you know, men too, men too. And and young young women, women, yes. And young men as well. Yes, and they're seeing this, okay, I got to look like that. I need to do that so I can post my picture showing my transformation. But everybody, all of these journeys are individual. There is no two person on this friggin' earth that are alike. Even twins, even twins have different things that happen with their bodies. And different life paths. And different life paths. So staying in your lane, I can't even... You know, and and as someone who is a content creator online, even mm-hmm. without talking about fitness and health, just seeing other people posting, oh, they have this perfect house, or oh, they have right. This, you know, how did they get that shot of that beach while they're standing with their hair flowing in the wind, and you know, like yeah, it's 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 made for for entertainment. They've made it a, a way for you to be mo- monetized now. So yes. when it comes to health and fitness and you're seeing all these things, people look and they're just, you know, you're, you're at, we're actually, it's a detriment to some people because those who are not strong in themselves, who do not have that emotional intelligence or who are, who are vulnerable and not yeah. strong enough to say, Hey, it's okay if I'm not like that, I'm just going to do my own thing. Mm-hmm. This is, this is the problem. This is That's where problem. it becomes so horrible for people and then boom depression da, 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 right like all it this spirals stuff. out of control yes it spirals out of control and my dad when you know when 
Instagram and everything first started and I was kind of explaining to my dad, you know, what it was and stuff. And he didn't understand the followers thing. And I remember one thing he said, he was just like, so if this Instagram thing, if there was no electricity, if they took all of this stuff away, he's just like, what do those followers mean? Like, what, what does it mean? You know? So, you know, you have to take that as, okay, you know, these people that are putting all these things on Instagram, if you walked up to them on the street, number one, would they look the same? Number two, could they be able to speak to the knowledge that they have because mm-hmm. most of the message is conveyed through a picture it's not conveyed through their words so yes. could they actually educate you on the process that they use and chances are they couldn't because you're taking 99 percent of the information from the picture and that's it yep exactly it i it, and it's i mean we that's a topic in itself we could go on for days and days and days about because Again, it it hits every aspect of people's lives. And right now, social media is a very big thing. And, you know, but again, being true to yourself, staying in your lane, staying on your personal journey um, is important and not don't don't get caught up in in the madness of it all. Right. Yes. You know, so I would say my my third point is. Once once you've identified your weaknesses, then you can create a strategy to conquer those weaknesses. So, for example, let's say like we go back to earlier, it's it's getting up in the morning with enough time to either plan something to take to eat on the way to work or to take to eat with you to have right now. What is the strategy you're going to use to compensate for your lack of, you know, focus in this area? And the number one thing I would say is start with one day, say on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, whatever day of the week it is, say, I'm going to try that for one day. Because once you do something positive, your brain gives you a positive response. And then next week you say, I'm going to try to do that two days because you're banking off that one positive response you had for it. And you continue to roll on that at your pace. And if you have a bad day, doesn't matter. You continue forward. The fact is you always had that one good day to base things off of. And it just starts with one step. Yes. And then we know that those steps become habits. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. As you teach, as you teach your kids, as I teach my son, it's the repetitive nature of doing things that are right and doing them the right way. And they become second nature after that. Even if you're running out and you know, hey, let me grab a banana, apple, orange. I didn't have time and you're running late. You consciously knew you have to put something in you. So you grab something from your house instead of saying, I'll just swing by Tim Hortons or I'll swing by McDonald's or wherever. Yes. And it's those types of real life examples I think people need, because again, I go back to social media. A lot of people go back to social media or they Google and whatever, and they, they look for things and, you know, there's a lot of information out there. Nobody owns the internet, but everybody owns the internet. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Right? So for me, like, you know, and as someone who, again, puts content out there, I don't ever expect people to to call me an expert in anything because the only thing I'm an expert in is myself. Myself. Exactly. Exactly. So if something I'm doing is working, feel free to take a tip from that, but it may not work for you because guess what? You're not me. You're and exactly. And that's, and that, that actually goes to the next point, which is consider the source. Eventually you're going to get to a point in your habits where you're now going to be, I need to know more. I need to be able to do more. Right. And you always have to consider the source. And Instagram followers is not 
recommendations by people. Remember that a follow is not a recommendation, right? Yes. Remember when that person's walking down the street, if they say I have 15,000 followers, there's not a tribe of 15,000 people following them around everywhere they go. Right. You have to remember that. So you got to dig a little deeper. When you have a conversation with people, ask them what their education is, ask them what their certification is, and ask them what their experience is. It's a combination. Someone could have very weak education from six years ago, but have a ton of real experience and have gotten a bunch of certifications throughout the process and be an amazing fitness professional that can help you versus somebody who has the latest and greatest certification but has no experience and has no education. It's a combination of those. So you, you always have to consider the source and followers equals nothing. Yes, I love that. And, and it's true because, again, people can get caught up in the whole not staying in your lane. And then all of a sudden, yes. oh, well, that one has like 2,000 more followers. So they must be the source of truth. Must go follow them right. now instead, even though the person right. you were following was giving you good advice and was telling you some things that were backed by science, backed by education. I know, for example, you, you actually post on your stories the book itself the pages from the book the highlighting from yes. the book yes. you know what i yes. mean that's yes. different very because different. i want i want you to be able to take that and see if it's true right go in go, and even if you're a type of person who's very skeptical about things i would appreciate your skepticism when you come to my page because that means i'm showing you majority of the sources if not you can go look for them yourselves and you're going to get the same answers that i got now whether you choose to accept those answers or not is a totally different thing but i want you to consider everything that comes to my page instead of just saying this is how i live and this is how you should live i want you to be like okay if that's how he does it, let me see if that's actually good for me or if it's actually even good for him and he's just maybe saying it's good. It makes yes, sense. Yes, absolutely. Right. I mean, nuggets, golden nuggets. That's all I got to say. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And, and, at the, and at the end of the day, and, and you know this better than, than anybody else, like, you know, especially in what you do for your profession and what you do as your, you know, your other career, it's about caring for people, right? So at the end of the day, if you really care about people and you know something, you're going to share that. You're just going to share it because you don't want anybody to continue to make a mistake or do something that's wrong. And if everybody was like that, then it wouldn't be so much based on followers and pictures. It would be like, well, why doesn't that person who looks like this and does this, why doesn't he accept the things that are known to be true by all the other people that are doing it. Instead, it's the other way around. The person that comes with the information is greeted with more skepticism than the person who has a ton of followers and yes. a ton of pictures with content that's strictly pictures instead of content that's information. Yes, so true. And I mean, okay, so back, you know, back to this complacency piece, yes. self-satisfaction with an existing situation. I'm just okay with this. Yeah. Let's let's talk another strategy. What is what is another one? Well, and you know, having a having a great team around you, and a yes. team could only be a team could only be one person, but a team around you. Know, perfect example when I started going to to college in Vancouver, University in Vancouver, when I first started studying, Marin looked at me and she's like, "How did you graduate high school studying like that?" Because I'd have the TV on, I'd have the TV on with the video game pause, and I would like say, okay, I'm gonna give myself five minutes to study, or literally a basketball game would be on and the book would be open. And she really taught me how to study and kept me focused, right? So, I mean, I was okay just doing what I was regularly doing, you know, satisfied in my 
complacency. complacency. But when you when you have a team around you that's going to bring you up and help support you to change, that's also crucial. And like I said, it doesn't have to be someone who lives with you. It could be someone, a friend, someone you can call, someone that you actually meet on Instagram who is legitimate. I have I had someone just message me today and he wanted to find out how to get into the fitness industry and he said he's messaged a ton of other people and they haven't responded to him and I responded to him and he was shocked. Well, you're doing a good thing, so if I have the time to respond, I'm going to respond. And I think those are the things that people need to focus when they're talking about finding a team. Hey, oh, you forgot to to say your favorite cousin too. I'm just Oh, and my favorite yeah. co- Oh, well, we like, that, that goes <laughs> but that goes without saying. That goes without saying. That goes, that goes without saying, right? Not a day goes well, by we don't talk. <laughs> exactly. So I, I, that's one of the things that I consistently say on my own, um, you know, content, etc. Is that cheerleaders are so important. But I'm not talking about the people who are just going to consistently raw raw you every day. I'm talking right. about the constructive cheerleaders, the one who will, who will say, "Hey, Natalie, awesome stuff," but. Let's just think about this in a different way. Yeah. You know yep. what I mean? And I'm I'm open to that feedback and I want to hear someone tell me that because again, you become complacent. It's I always do it like this, da 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 da. It's working for me, it's working, working, working. Right. This potential tweak could make it even better. And then I'm out of my complacency. Better. But I'm never gonna people- hear that from myself sometimes. I'm gonna hear it from the people around me. Exactly. And those people around you too, it's all like, for example, like, you know, you, you, and it was like, when you said you grab something so that you didn't pass out when you're working out. So you had something, I know that you always have a good breakfast. So I, even though I comment on it all the time, it's just like when something, someone does something positive, you can, it's not just a one-time thing where it's like, yeah, I saw you working out. Awesome. You can continue to support that person. And that gives them also going back to point number one, a strong foundation of like, yeah, I'm really doing this right. Now let me try to get lunch right or my yes. snacks right you understand what i'm saying yes and it's those little things those little tips those little habits that all of a sudden become your lifestyle yes and yes. you don't have to you know it, it's not cookie cutter it's never going to be cookie cutter it shouldn't be cookie cutter because that's what helps that complacency you yes need... and the... go ahead so, sorry to cut you there sorry um the the biggest and i and i, I was just thinking of something the biggest supporters often are the people who've had big struggles in their life too mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. it's never somebody who's had it perfect and you know like i tell people all the time which you know this already like you know i used to go out and wear like an undershirt a t-shirt and then another t-shirt because it's like i needed to feel like i was bigger because i was always conscious of how skinny i was and then there's some people who are conscious of how big they are Right. And then there's some people who are conscious because, you know, they have bushy eyebrows or, you know, there's always a struggle. So the person who's out there trying to portray that they're perfect and everything's great. Those are the last people that you need to try to empathize with you because they obviously don't understand what it's like to struggle and struggle breeds growth. So if you've never struggled, you can never grow. Man, I must be really tall. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, I must yeah. have had a lot of growth. <laughs> oh, yeah. Absolutely. And then that's why you can give examples to your kids. You can help other people. You can give advice. Like, I mean, you don't have to be doing this blog right now. You don't have to be doing this podcast. You don't have to be doing these things. No. You're doing it because you care about other people and you want to get information out. And if it makes the day easier for one person, success. Exactly. And the same goes for you and Marianne. Every Absolutely. single time you post some one of your um what do you call them coffee morning, my morning coffee morning coffee oh my gosh folks if you have not seen his morning coffee 
his post on Instagram, one minute nugget video of a topic, not necessarily a topic, but maybe something had, that had just occurred or something you saw online, yes. or whatever. And he will break it down within a minute. Real talk, morning yes. coffee, sip, sip, good to go. <laughs> Telling you. Yep, so think good. on it and just roll with it, you know. Yes. And, and, and it's one of those things just to give you a quick little hmm, you know, if you think about that, hmm, when you drive by a Tim Hortons, think like, hmm, look at all those people who didn't take the time to prepare for themselves and left the responsibility on a restaurant to take care of their breakfast. You know, yes. most people, little hmm, think about that or walking by and be like, did you have water today? Not enough. Let's have some water. Simple things like that. Yes. Well, it's so funny because I know I post about having four hard boiled eggs often. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I yep. will continue to do that. Why? Because and your avocado all, and my avocado. I love my hard boiled eggs. I love my avocado. I love changing up whether it's toast or a waffle or whatever. But you know what? I keep doing it because five days ago it appeared to different people than it would to date. Mm-hmm. So yes. I'm going to yes. keep doing it because for one, I love it and it's it's what I love to eat. But yes. today I'm going to reach someone else who says to themselves, I've had people direct message me. They're like, wow, you post a lot of eggs. And oh, my God, I'm so happy you do, because now I've been having hard boiled eggs this week. Perfect. Right. Done. Right. Right. And there's nothing wrong with scrolling back down your page five, six months and seeing eggs for breakfast. Exactly. That brings consistency. Right. And that's showing people this is not just for, you know, one day saying, hey, look, I'm eating a healthy breakfast. No, this is what I do all the time. And I'm just letting you know I'm doing it again. Yeah. <laughs> just in case you're wondering just in, just in case you just in case you're wondering it's one of those it's one of those things where hey if we're going to use social media for good then we're going to show our lifestyle right yeah. and also as as your followers would know and my followers would know like we always have our grown folk events where us and the rest of the crew get together and we celebrate life and we celebrate being successful and we have a good time we have some drinks we have some eats we're real people so yes. it's not like we're going to hide that but 99% of the time we're focused on the goal and we're making progress progress that's it and i think of again back to our parents and how our childhood and how we were brought up and those things that were instilled in us about being good human beings yes and now taking that to to the next level and being good healthy human beings right 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 right. yes absolutely and i you know what i just when you said that i never really thought about it like that but it's true because you know they gave us a foundation where we can have better jobs than them. We can be more financially stable and have more extra income where we can, you know, take the time and go to the different store and get the thing that's more healthy or the better option. When yeah. before it was just about getting all the mouse fed and that was the job of the parents, right? So they've actually gave us more responsibility by giving us opportunity. Yes. Yeah. Right? And we're right? so friggin' grateful. Like and that, me. speaking on that, that gets to my final tip, which is being grateful. So, and not grateful for say like, oh, like I'm grateful for the people I have. Yes, be grateful for that, but be grateful for yourself because you are a light within yourself. And obviously, you know this because I tell this to you all the time, but speaking to all the listeners out there, you are a light within yourself. And as much as you don't think about it, you making one positive change can spur someone else to make a positive change. And it's literally a chain reaction. And we've seen it where we come in and we start training, say, the wife or the husband. And next thing you know, the whole family is doing little workouts on their own. They're all eating better. And then the aunts and uncles. And the next thing you know, the grandparents are asking for advice. 
all it takes is one step. So just be grateful for yourself and stop being so hard on yourself and thinking about what you didn't do and think about what you're doing to be positive. Because eventually those do's are going to way outweigh the don'ts. Yes. Yes. Preaching on a Sunday. Hello. (laughs) It's just the way it is. It's It's just just the the way way it is. is. It's just the way it is. And I, again, the whole thing about whether it's now I'm eating a hard boiled egg today. Like, okay, that's great. That's a great thing. It does not have to be the next, you know, and again, with the whole social media, seeing that person who has this grandiose vegan breakfast and they have chia seeds and a smoothie and blah, blah. Like, literally, don't think about that. Think about what you did for yourself today to make yourself and your lifestyle healthier and better for you. I couldn't have said it better. 100%. For you. Because, again, listen, I've been out looking for a... Nutra bullet or a blender or so, something that's 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 um uh single single serve kind of cup right because oh, okay. my blender yeah, yeah. doesn't fit on my counter uh because it's massive so yeah. i decided i want to find something like that i could easily just get down in the dumps and be like oh wow well, i'm never gonna find one that i like yep. and i yep. can't have my smoothie now but guess what i'm making steps to make sure that i will be able to have my smoothie it's just not happening today no big deal. Absolutely. And and on a, and and that exactly and on a smaller scale recognizing what the issue is and making a step to deal with it. And I know exactly what you're talking about cuz we have a Vitamix and that thing is like so awkward it doesn't fit underneath the counter. It's you know, it's it's just a, it works, it's great and then sometimes because it's away it's out of sight out of mind and you almost forget that that's there, right? Yeah. But as long as you're having other healthy habits and you're on the day like you just said you're not getting in the dumps and saying, "Well, to hell with it. I'm just not going to have anything then." You're finding another option and that's what you're focusing on. Not the fact that you didn't get to have the smoothie or whatever you want to make with the blender. Yes, and that's how you get out of complacency. Right. That's another quick, easy way. So I just want to recap what we talked about. We have six... Six strategies we talked about, So, uh, and correct me because I want to make sure I recap this properly for everybody. So number one, be honest with yourself. Yes? Yes. Yes. And and to talk about being honest with yourself, I honestly should have taken better notes because I see you wrote down everything. And I'm like, I hope you're not going to ask me for the recap because I got them in my head. I just don't know the order. And I'm like, I should have. Right? So next no, no. time, I'm going to be honest with myself. I'm a meticulous note taker. I'm meticulous. I'm a, I know you. So next time, I'll be honest with myself and realize that's my weakness. So next podcast, you will hear a paper moving in the background. I promise. Good, good. Number two, stay in your lane. Remember, this journey, this lifestyle journey is about you for you it will have impacts on other people for sure but at the end of the day it's you don't worry about everybody else don't worry about don't worry about what they're doing um number three identify the weaknesses that you have and strategize on how you're going to compensate and focus on those weaknesses and it doesn't have to be anything grandiose we're talking taking little bits and pieces it's not I, everything has to change tomorrow, right? Yeah, absolutely. Start you know, with one, of one my, day. That's what you said. Start with the one day. One of my biggest, one of my biggest weaknesses is when I have my really early clients, I don't have anything to eat. I'll just have a cup of coffee and then someone will want to start earlier. And the next thing you know, I've been up five, six hours and I haven't eaten anything because I've been on that roll, you know? So every night before I go to bed, I literally have everything laid out. So I have to push four or five buttons and that's it. 
and everything's ready before I go. Because I know if I don't handle that, I'm going to have days where I'm really behind on my calories. And I can't be a fitness leader if, if nutrition is one of my weaknesses. Yes. See? And just like that, being honest with yourself, you're back to number one. <laughs> <laughs> right? <laughs> uh, number four, consider the source. Now, I want to tell you guys... Vernus just finished doing a podcast interview with the Mike Dolce show and you guys need to check it out. It's episode number 178. You can catch it on iTunes. It's Mike Dolce, D-O-L-C-E. Just, just search for that. You'll see it. They talk about a lot of great stuff. He is also a, um, really, uh, big game changer in the fitness realm and uh, the fact that you and Marianne spoke with him and and met him and were part of his his learnings boom consider the source absolutely any better absolutely Mike is one of the most respected personal trainers nutrition experts in the game he's four time four years in a row MMA personal trainer of the year. His Dolce diet has a 100% success rate. None of his fighters have ever missed weight. None of his Olympic athletes have never missed weight ever. So he knows what he's talking about. And I'm glad to have him as a mentor. I love that. That's amazing. Um, The fifth strategy, have a great team around you. Get those cheerleaders, get those people who can give you that great constructive feedback, but still be your cheerleader as well. Absolutely. And, you know, just thinking back to our, you know, our grown folks crew, everybody's from a different walk of life. Everybody has different fitness levels, but we all come together and support each other. When I had my competition and I won and I sent in the pictures, it was all love and support from everybody. You know, when Tim is doing great with his athletes and they're they're traveling, competing, when you're doing great things and going to events and interviewing people, we're like, what? You know, or when, you know, Felicia's doing the stuff with the kids and her parties, you know, we all support each other. So it's not necessarily like your support group has to be in fitness either. They just have to be good, positive people. Yes, support. I love it. And last but not least, be grateful for yourself. Be grateful for you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And a lot of times we get we get told what we're not. Not tall enough, not pretty enough, not lean enough, not toned enough, not big enough bum, not big enough legs. You know what I mean? Like, But when you and I were growing up, there was a big thing about originality. Yes. Be prideful of your own uniqueness. And I find we're losing that now. And maybe because we're getting more images of people and then we're, we're relating that to popularity. But in our time, I know uniqueness was the thing to have. And I think we need to focus on our individual uniqueness. And that makes us great. Nobody wants to have the exact same car as their neighbor or the exact same color house. Nobody yep. wants that. So why would yep. you want to look exactly like someone else? Exactly. Couldn't have said it better. Anyways, I, man... We could sit here for hours upon hours upon hours, but that is why we have future podcasts coming up. Absolutely. So we're going to wrap it up now um, and and stay tuned, folks, because we've we've brainstormed a few different topics for you guys to, for us to talk about. And uh, if you have any suggestions or things you would like to ask or talk about, not only will this be posted on uh, Spreaker.com on my Peg City Chat with Nat show, but it'll be on my blog. I'll also make sure the both of us, we will we will put shout-outs on Instagram and stuff to let you guys know where to find more information, how to reach us, how to get that feedback to us. It's so simple. We are probably the most accessible people you will ever meet online. Absolutely. <laughs> uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Hit me, and I'll hit you back. And, exactly. you know, also for, for all the listeners out there, 
I don't monetize information. So if you have a question, if you're like, you know, I just need a little tip on how to do this better, shoot me a DM, shoot me an email. I will respond to you when I have time, definitely. And it's not going to be a week or two weeks. It'll be within 24 hours. And I will give you whatever help that I can give you. Love it. Well, thank you so much, Coach V. Thank, Thank you, you fam, for, for the time. Of course, anytime. I can't wait to do this again. So again, everybody, Coach V. Vernis Blair from Higher Level Fitness. I am your host, Natalie Bell, a.k.a. Natalie Jorzina, a.k.a. Peg City Lovely from yes. Peg City Chat with Nat. And we're going to sign off now, but we will talk to you guys again very soon. Thank you so much. Bye, Bye for now.